The world went to hell around the year 2000, which is why Adam and Chad live less than 2000. Like and subscribe on your favorite podcast app and continue the conversation on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And if you're cool enough, join the show on Patreon for exclusive bonus content, specials, and early access to a longer, uncensored, less than 2,000 experience. And now, less than 2,000 with Adam Wentz and Chad Bischoff. Less than 2,000. Now part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. You know how I've been like opening myself up this season and, and like not having a closed mind and not prejudging things and going into things like, hey, I, I used to crap on Everclear because I thought their image sucked and it didn't fit with who what I thought I am, so maybe it's good. It turned out to not be good in my opinion, but I gave it a fair chance. But and Coolio, were... Coolio, you had the opposite opinion on. Exactly. Yeah. Coolio, for instance, Gangster's Paradise, I got a, a lot out of that. And, and glad I gave it a chance. Well, this whole thing has must have been good for me. This whole journey. I credit this show and my openness to not new things, but my openness to old things that I ignored or didn't like when I was growing up has allowed me to be a better person because I had a great review today. Like it was, what? it was, I know I picture like, you know, when I, you know, like a big office, you know, and I know this probably isn't the case, but the cinephile in me pictures like two people in front of you, you sitting there kind of dwarfed in the frame <laughs> waiting for them to say something and they don't really know you. They're flipping through a sheet of paper and they kind of then look at you and go, oh, wow, what happened? Because last year to this year, it's like night and day. And then you go. I started a podcast on my off time. <laughs> and I opened my heart and <laughs> gave things yeah, a chance. Made me feel. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, anyway, it's. I just wanted to bring this conversation full circle. It's been about a year since that fateful day last March. And well, so I'm glad to hear it, man. Congrats. Yeah. I mean, I mean, and congrats. You know, I would clap for you, but it would blow out the microphone. But I want everyone to know I'm actually happy for you. And I mean, that's really cool because, you know, it was a little I mean, you were a little I mean, we made jokes about it on the show. But, you know, it kind of hit you a little bit. You were like, wow, like, what the hell? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, so so come a year into this a year later and you have a great review. Things are going well. And that's really great. So everybody, thank you. I appreciate that. We're literally talking about pumps and Jordans. Okay, so like, let's let's. When was the last time? How many pairs of basketball shoes did you buy last in the last year? I have bought zero pairs of basketball shoes in the last twenty years. I bought eleven. What? You broke in exactly zero sneakers. I, since last February, have agonized over which shoes to not wear, depending on the weather, to make sure I don't get a scuff mark on them and keep them as clean as possible. I even bought other sneakers to be my walk around sneakers to preserve mm -hmm. my other sneakers until I'm ready to wear them. I don't play, I don't play basketball. But I bought 11 pairs of sneakers. Let me ask you this. When was the last time you played any form of basketball? Uh, plus or minus, I would say maybe 2013, 2014. 
I mean, it was like six years ago, maybe. Like, I shot around a little bit. And I know where you're going with this. But remember, today, basketball shoes are about fashion. Oh, yeah. It's not just about playing sports. Oh, and they've, especially with Jordans and, and Reebok pumps, they were about fashion back then, too. I mean, we just oh, happened totally. to be at an age where we played basketball, so there was some functional reason for them. But Yeah. I mean, I mean yeah. they were fashion as much as, as athletic gear. So, transitioning in, I don't know how your mom and dad were. What I can it. tell you is that my mom and dad never, not once, at all, no matter how much my love of Michael Jordan, my passion, my, my, my love, my undying love for the Chicago Bulls, Michael Jordan, I got jumpsuits. Remember, I had the yep. whole, whole Bulls jump track suit. It was I awesome. The coat. The, the coat. The everything, the basketball cards. Mm-hmm. I they never, not once, ever bought me a single Air Jordan shoe. Period. And I think to redeem myself, the reason why I bought eleven pairs mm-hmm. in the last year, and out of those eleven, only one was a non-Jordan shoe. It was an mm-hmm. Air Force One all white 07 original other than that i think i did it because i was denied all of that growing up Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. here is the stupidest thing of all they did buy me in 1991 the dopest shoe of that year pretty much which was the reebok pump with the original like orange basketball on the front yeah. that said the pump that you yep. could pump, 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 pump it up. But here's the crazy part. It was the most expensive shoe on the market. So why, why mom and dad, would you buy me the most expensive Reebok pump and deny me all Jordan shoes throughout my entire childhood? <sighs> well, we'll have to have them on the show and ask him that question. But I will say this. My parents were the same. They they would not go for Jordans. Not that I was really, not that I personally wanted them that bad, but they wouldn't get Jordans because of the price. Plus, I think there might have been an availability issue in our in Omaha. I'm just guessing that there might have been an availability issue. Um, but I do remember they got me a couple pairs of pumps. And when I went online to research this, I they were really expensive. They were they were the equivalent of over three hundred dollars in today's money. I think they were one seventy, if I recall. One seventy uh, yep. in nineteen eighty nine when they yeah. came out is so much money. So there's no way my parents would have paid that amount. So my theory is, I didn't get them in eighty nine. I got them a little more ninety one, ninety two. I have a feeling that Reebok pumps went on sale. I have, a, I have a very strong suspicion. That's why you got your pumps. That's why I got my pumps. And that's why so many more people had Reebok pumps in, in school than Jordans. Because they went on sale and Air Jordans never did. Never. Never. Not, not, you cannot get a sale on Jordan shoes. I mean, you just nope. can't. No. Nope. It diminishes the value. Yeah. It diminishes I, like the perception of the value. Uh, I'm going to go out on a limb here and say... I think you're right, man. I really think is I I know for a fact my mom was a bargain hunter. 
Mm-hmm. She probably literally was like, oh, thank God I can get these for like 70 bucks. Right. Or, which was a lot. Which was a lot. And here's the thing. I'm, 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 I'm almost 100% positive it wasn't the knockoffs. Remember, by 92, mm-hmm. there were like all these knockoffs. Hey, I, I had got some. I got you pumps, mom. These are not Reebok pumps. Yeah, they yep. are. No, yep. I'm not nope. that dumb. Nope. <laughs> so no, many kids got the knockoff pump. Let's talk about the knockoffs real quick. I remember I found the actual shoe looking for it today. It was LA Gear. LA Gear yes. made a pump that wasn't the round, the nice, cool basketball. It was like a half moon. It was like a like yep. half circle. And it was huge. It was the whole tongue. And 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 so it was a nice big pump, but it was like this was my pump. This was the original one that I got. Here's here, kid, have some sixty dollar LA gear ones. And I got like the it was like purple and, and teal. It was like it was like it was kind of looked like the Charlotte Charlotte Hornets colors. Oh yeah. But I mean I, that, that was a lot of colors back then. Most shoes had that in the early nineties, that vibrant pastel look to them. Exactly. So, so I got the LA gear ones originally. So, so my, my shoe, my shoe shopping was, we got, we got shoes twice a year, you know, once going back to school and then once probably right before summer, you know, maybe around Easter or whatever you got your your summer ones and you got your, your school ones. And the thing about shoes back in the day is these tennis shoes had to be good for everything. Like I wore these, these were my actual basketball shoes yeah. as well as the shoes I wore to school and in snow walking, and walking to, to school. Yeah. Yes. Let's let everybody know growing up in the Midwest, you and I side by side walked to school. We trudged through piles of snow and mounds of snow all the way up the hill. But yeah. And, and so we would, we would literally wear those to school, get them soaking wet. Wear them in the rain. Wear them playing basketball. There was no like, let me pull these out of the box and lace up for the, the for the right. game. No, exactly. <laughs> these were your every shoes, and you yes. had to make them last six months. Yeah, and for everything, and 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 so I mean, so it was like you know when you got kids, kids are expensive. You know, I think my shoes were about sixty dollars, sixty five dollars a pair. You know, times two kids, times you know twice a year. That's that's a lot. They're not going to shell out money for for good shoes. They're not going to shell out money certainly for a brand. When they, yeah, you want Reebok pumps? Look, kid, I got you a pair of pumps. They're, they're the same thing. They're yeah. LA gear, but they're yeah. pumps. Yeah, what else pump do you want? up, pump up, kid, and go shoot some hoops in the driveway. I'm cooking dinner. <laughs> exactly. Does so, it pump? Yeah, then it's a pump. Get out. <laughs> There are a lot of podcasts with comic book reviews and interviews with some of the greatest creators in the industry, but only one will tell you scientifically what the worst comic book of all time is. And the best. We've been ranking comic book stories for six years. We have a list with over a thousand comics on it, and we're adding more every month. More Rocket Ajax on the Greenlit Podcast Network. On the Super Nintendad's Entertainment Podcast, catch us grumbling about the news every Monday on the Morning Dadcast, chatting with industry professionals, and most importantly, teaching our kids just how incredible or horrible 80s and 90s video game and pop culture truly was. All right, what else you got? The Sega Slingshot. <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> the blast processing was really fast. Why can Knuckles fly even? Tide prawn dough. What does that even mean? Samurai Pizza Cats. Gabe, we almost named you Guido Anchovy. <laughs> Doing a Belvedere requires a set of low hangers. I'm gonna die! <laughs> right here on Greenlit. 
I remember one of my one of my random memories of pumps were I remember this kid at school pumping his shoe up so much that I mean it looked like a tennis ball. Like he made he made I mean I was like a softball. He made his pump so big and of course he popped it. Of oh, yeah. course. He popped it like showing off before school by pumping it too much. But I just remember how big it was. Like I couldn't believe it got that big. And then he he, he ruined his $170 pair of shoes. Oh, Those God, kids, they're... the first couple kids that had them were, were we thought they were so cool because it's like, your parents must be rich. It was like the kid who got Neo Geo, you know, not oh, yeah. Sega or Super Nintendo, but like the $300, $400 systems. You're like, yeah, what? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I wonder how many. I mean, that was devastating. Do you know how many? I wonder how many kids exploded their pumps. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Christmas rolls around. Oh my God! Look what Santa got me! Oh it's my God! This is, and then the first time they pump it up, they over pump and explode them, and it's like, well, shoes dead. <laughs> oh. And most parents aren't going to just run out and go. Don't worry. Let me just throw another hundred and seventy dollars at it so you can do it again. Right. Right. <laughs> I mean, so when did, go ahead. It was going to say, it is sad that it fizzled out. I mean, it, the, the Reebok pump was so short lived. And what I find really interesting is, you know, like starting in 1985 with the original Air Jordan 1, iconic shoe, still to this day, everybody says, get the one, get a great colorway in the one. And I mean, and I got a bunch of those. I absolutely love it. They don't, they aren't as comfortable as like once Jordan got to the three, once Nike started doing uh, uh, the Air Jordan, you know, three and beyond when, um, when Tinker came on and started doing all the designs, it, it, it was a much better shoe, but Mm. you know, the iconic one, three, five, like these are some of the best shoes in the world. However, Reebok's answer to Nike in 1989 mm-hmm. probably was one of the coolest, most insane shoe phenomenon <laughs> ever in the history of shoe. They were yeah. like, okay, Nike's putting this gas in its little shoe, a little bubble in their shoe. What mm-hmm. can we do to answer Nike? with their little bubble of air and their or gas in the shoe. So they come up with the Reebok pump. Yes. And it literally is the coolest thing. I do probably think that out of any shoe I would have ever asked for, the first shoe that I really would have begged for probably would have been the pump. You know why? Because you did something with it. You right. didn't just lace it up. You actually pumped it up when yeah. you were ready to do something like <laughs> right. shoot hoops, play basketball. Yes. yes. <laughs> you know? So I think that's why it became such an amazing, iconic middle finger to Nike. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, of course, when the fad wore off of like, who wants to bend down and pump up their shoe for a little bit before like playing who basketball? Doesn't? Like, I, th- <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. Technology gets better. They weren't that comfortable. I remember playing in them. They would squeeze your feet. You'd pump it up. So yeah. I think I think the technology in shoes obviously didn't warrant keeping something like the pump and the fad died. And of course, MJ going on to three-peat twice. Mm-hmm. And of course, Tinker Hatfield's amazing designs moving forward with Nike for many years. Um, I, I think that's why it lasted the test of time. 
you know, and why it stayed such a cultural icon rather than a fad. Sure, sure. The Jumpman logo in and of itself is is everything. I mean, it's 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 one of the most iconic, recognizable, like images. Like it is associated with a specific brand and a specific model. The Jumpman logo is um is is honestly the only thing I really think are cool about Jordans. I don't I don't think they look that cool. Certainly compared to pumps, I wouldn't I, I wouldn't I would take pumps because they I think they look cooler and they're functional, like you said. That being said, the ultimate would be, would be, would be, you know, um, Air Jordan pumps. Like that would be the ultimate. I would love to see that basketball with the Jumpman on it. And then, then you got, then you got everything in one shoe. So I think, I think I definitely the, the rumor or the, the thought process for young boys like me was that the pumps somehow made you jump higher. (laughs) <laughs> like, it wasn't about making it fit your foot better or not having to tape up your ankle or something. It was like you pumped it up and then that somehow made you jump higher and maybe I'll be able to dunk if I pump it up. I specifically remember having those thoughts. Like, well, that I mean, and especially the, like, let's be honest, you're, 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 you're clear in what? Five, six, you know, maybe at best, <laughs> right? How, how tall are you? Like five, five, eight, six? five, eight. You're not five, eight. I'm five, eight. I'm taller than you now. Would you growing grow up? You were suddenly? always taller. Yeah, dude. Okay, we've, we've, we've evened out. I surpassed you years ago. Okay, fine. It's well, more because I, 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 I hold did myself my height, more my upright. Height, my height did peak at, in seventh grade. I just stopped growing. I was like, by yeah. eighth grade, I'm going to be able to dunk. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. You were so at much all. taller. It's hard to play you in one on one because you were just you were Shaq and I was Penny Hardaway. Man, I couldn't. Yeah. I was Muggsy Bogues and you were Shaq. Oh, yeah. No, I would put you more at the Muggsy Bucks. So you needed the pump. <laughs> you literally were like, man, I'm going to pump this as far. Pump, I'm going I'm I'm to dunk over Chad. I just got to get a little <laughs> more air in these things. I'm going to spring. I'm going to spring into action. And suddenly I'm going to have a three-foot vertical. And no. <laughs> but so, yeah. that was the cool allure of it. It was the cool mm-hmm. thing as a kid. It was that it almost was like magic because it wasn't just a shoe. Mm-hmm. It was a mm-hmm. shoe that would help you perform playing sports and you controlled the extra boost. It gave you yeah. the boost. You know, it's like in it's like in racing if you could put like the nitrous on and like bang, yeah. you go faster. <laughs> That's what we thought the Reebok pumps did. No, yes. still didn't wasn't able to stuff the six foot guy. <laughs> like mm-hmm. didn't help. But it was the it was the thought that it could. The thought and the and the playground the playground uh, rumors like just just the urban legends that kids would pass around like I I think I remember something about the Air Jordans in that little the little pocket of air they had the little you know slit where you could see the gel air yeah. or whatever I think the rumor was the reasoning behind it was like that makes it lighter or like somehow gives it some sort of buoyancy, like almost like it's got helium in it. So that instead of being clear plastic all the way through, it's, it's got air in it. So that means you can fly. That means like, like a (laughs) balloon you'll take off. Like, (laughs) let me, let me just share a couple of things that I found very interesting about the pump before we wrap this up. D Brown was the first to feature these in, in prominence or, or made them made them household name in the 1991 slam dunk contest. Oh, yeah. When he 
pumped up the he pumped up the shoes Put and the, then did a yeah. no look dunk. He covered his eyes and dunked that wasn't right his after first pumping one. his shoes. So actually, that wasn't his first dunk. Mm. When he came out, first time he did it, he just came out, set the ball down, bent over, <laughs> pumped him up. <laughs> he was then going to go out and do a hat trick with a pump hat. Hmm. And NBA, right before he comes out, they were like, that's considered a prop. It has a logo on it. You're banned from using it. And he goes, what? And he's like, what the? What am I going to do? So he had no idea what he was going to do. He literally got onto the court and was like, the f*** am I going to do now? So literally he was like, I don't know. I'll just close my eyes. Gets in the air, closes his eyes, and midair thinks, nobody's going to be able to tell that my eyes are closed. So in midair, he goes, wow. oh, I better make this a bigger deal. And he shot his arm up to cover That's his eyes awesome. and did it. And it was totally spur of the moment because the NBA said, you can't wear that hat, man. That's funny because now they have props all the time. People stand there and get dunked over like mascots, oh, capes, yeah. things oh, yeah. like that. Like <laughs> but that's, back that's then, just, that's a not great authentic. story. Yeah. Dominique Wilkins was the first one. So obviously Jordans are associated with Michael Jordan and, and, and pumps they had to, there, nobody else was that big. So they went with, you know, Dominique Wilkins was their first one to do a commercial with. And then they did, um, Shaquille O'Neal, 1992 Shaq started, uh, shilling them. Oh, and I was yeah. like, okay, awesome. I got, I got Dominique and Shaq on my side. Cause again, this is going to be Jordan versus the world. We're going to turn it into that sort of thing. And on my side, I got Shaq and, and Dominique Wilkins, but I can top even Jordan, even those guys. Cause they're not as big. Tupac, Tupac and Omar Epps. Uh, they were featured in the hood movie juice, which we've mentioned once before Tupac and Omar Epps movie from 91 or 92. Um, Omar Epps is trying on all these different types of pumps in the morning. Like which shoes are going to go with everything else. And then, then they actually made an above the rim style, a, a line of pumps based off of the movie above the rim with Tupac. So I got Tupac on my side. Yeah. You got a lot. I, I will, I will say this. They were extremely cool. They were so cool, I wanted them too. Even though I loved Jordan. Reebok killed it for a couple of years. <laughs> yes. That's it. I mean, I don't know. I can't follow up anything of that. Just like Michael Jordan is the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. His, shoes, his shoes are still lasting the test of time. And one could argue that they are more relevant today than they were even in the 80s and 90s. And it will forever be one of the coolest shoes and and brands to go down in shoe history. Even though Reebok had their two years of, you know, maybe you know, they have 10 minutes <laughs> of success. Before they went to clearance section. Yeah, they, they had, Reebok had their 10 minutes of fame. <laughs> that's what they had with Let the me- Reebok pump. And I've got, that's a great way. That's, 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 that's a good point. I have got some news for you. I've been biting my tongue. Uh, just to, to save this for the very end. Yes, the uh, pumps were a flash in the pan and did not last very long. However, they are coming back this year, this month, as a matter of fact. Pumps are making a, a are, Reebok is releasing three kinds of pumps. 
including the old basketball model and a couple other models, the Omni 2. So uh, Omni Zone 2. Um, I'm going to order a pair of the original high top black and orange pumps. They are available. Get this, $140. They are cheaper now than they were in 1989. Yeah. I cannot wait. To, to get these shoes. Oh, I'm, I'm planning on getting them too. I, I thought uh, I thought that's why we were doing the, this, this episode is because you knew they were coming out. Oh, no, I didn't know that until today. So yeah, they're making a huge comeback. I've been I thought I was it. like telling you something you didn't know about. I, so. I, yeah, I've been following this, <laughs> bro. <laughs> look, look, it's like we're on the court. All of a sudden I start dropping bro and, and stuff. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like now I'm you're smack start- talking to you. How you not know that, bro? Right, right, right. Now, now all you got to do is is post me up, like back me down to the basketball, because I can't, I can't defend you. All I needed was my pumps, and then I could have been able to to block you every once in a while. Yeah, so. it's your turbo charge. <laughs> <laughs>